polling conducted right here uh, over a stretch of time, and the results are in. And you might be surprised, maybe you won't be, about what uh, your neighbors and maybe you uh, said. The North Dakota News Cooperative, I believe, with the North Dakota Broadcasters Association, have worked on this poll. And, uh, well, it's out. And Dustin Coverlow is a friend of the show, North Dakota Watchdog Network, and he's joining us right now to give his take. Dustin, welcome back, man. How you been? Oh, pretty good, Tyler. How about yourself? Doing well. A little worked up today about some of the issues going on out in your neck of the woods, but that's not a surprise for you at all, is it? That's par for the course, right? <laughs> it is. Uh, and uh, we'll pick that up a little bit later on. But uh, I did want to get some some input here in the, the time that I've got. I know you've got some things coming up a little bit later on. Uh, this poll that was done, uh, did anything in here stand out? I know that the presidential Preference came out, the abortion law that was passed as part of this, ballot measures, which is something that you and I have discussed at length. There's a lot to unpack here. What stood out to you from it? Well, I think that the number one uh, thing from my perspective, I've, I've obviously kept a close eye on the initiative measure uh, process and, and the legislature's never-ending attack on that. Mm-hmm. And it, it looks like uh, the the folks polled in this uh, polling effort uh, – are in agreement that uh, the proposed changes to uh, require that each uh, each constitutional measure pass two elections uh, is not a good idea. And, and it looks to me like they didn't even uh, ask about the second provision in that measure, which is a single subject rule, uh, which we know the legislature itself cannot and has not abided by in the past. So, uh, you know, there's a lot of things in that measure that are that are problematic. That will, you know, maybe the maybe these guys uh, who are doing this poll will uh, include that in the second version. Well, I uh, I'm glad to see. I'm not surprised by those results because I think overwhelmingly every time that it's been on the ballot, North Dakota voters are like, mm-hmm. yeah, we enjoy having the ability to initiate a measure and get things that, quite frankly, we might not be getting from this legislative body. The second part of that is uh, the the attitude that I saw from people like Representative Pritchard as the results came in from this uh, recent election and Ohio's results come in about their abortion measure on legal recreational marijuana. He was encouraging as a North Dakota lawmaker that uh, Ohio Republicans should just ignore the will of the voters. And to have this strong signal, I think, from voters saying we want to keep this, we intend to use it, is a, a good sign, Dustin. It is, and I think that Representative Pritchard is uh, too young to remember the Tea Party and the fact that the entire premise of that was conservatives upset that government was not listening to the will of we the people. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, there is a strain of conservative Republican that, that believes that uh, direct democracy is bad, uh, but uh, limited government, small government, conservatives and libertarians tend to believe that uh, when used to limit the size of government and set the the guardrails for politicians and to set the framework that politicians have to live by, uh, it is a good tool. And, and in my view, uh, yes, you have measures that get through that the public passes that, that may or may not be good. But on the overall, uh, the, the voters tend to uh, – vote the right way and and keep their officials accountable and when their officials are not uh, reacting to uh, what the public wants the public has the opportunity to do it themselves and that's a good thing 
I think that's a good check and balance, quite frankly, mm-hmm. is what, and something that I think has been lacking in the state. Obviously, if people have been listening for the last uh, two hours. The uh, the current abortion law in North Dakota that was just signed six weeks being uh, the, the limitation. And uh, I, I'm not surprised, I'm curious if you are, that this is a statistical tie of North Dakota voters, uh, whether they approve of this change or not. Did that stand out to you? It did. I think that uh, overall, I think that is closer than I would have expected. Uh, but, you know, if you go back to 2014, the, the previous efforts made on this issue, when it was put to the voters, the voters uh, turned it back. So um, uh, it, I think that there's a lot of us that, that feel like there is more of that sense out there than there really is. And I think that there's actually more libertarian thinking on this that, yeah, it's a bad thing, but uh, it, it's a issue for people to make their own decisions on. I think you're spot on by saying that. And I, I was saying this to somebody whom I have a lot of respect for earlier, and we weren't necessarily in agreement here. And I'll ask you, and you've been involved in initiative measures before. When you have a, a poll that comes out like this, knowing the climate nationally around this issue, would you initiate a measure in North Dakota to mirror what Ohio did, for example? Uh, me personally, no, I wouldn't touch it with a 10 foot pole, but, uh, uh, if somebody wanted to do it, I mean, it, it's not as dead of a duck as you'd think it would be, uh, knowing how North Dakota votes for politicians and for elected officials. I think that, uh, it on the issue itself, the voters are more centrist than the people that the voters elect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I guess you answered the way of which I was expecting Not Would you personally go take this issue up? But if you were a political consultant, for example, and you saw that poll yeah. showing, the, hey, there, there's kind of 50-50 here, if you were to say, you know, it's worth a shot. Because I think there's some people that are entertaining the the idea uh, on this. I don't know if there will be any time to get it done, because this was the follow-up I had with that individual. I said, I think it would be more difficult for them to get signatures than it would to get votes for it. One is anonymous. One, you can get a public record of it, Correct. Yeah, 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 absolutely. I, I think that the, the uh, when it comes down to it, uh, you know, when, you'll have those conversations. And you know, I've seen uh, when people get upset at the folks collecting signatures, uh, they'll hear it. And uh, it's not a fun process. And I, I can't imagine it would be an easy process, but I'm sure they could get it done. Dustin Garlow, our guest, North Dakota Watchdog Network, and among other things uh, that he's been working on out here. Uh, the property tax measure, we just had a caller uh, address this. And uh, the ability to actually do anything while property tax has been a thing that has brought us year after year back. But you got Rick Becker, who's now got this measure out there. And uh, that was a part of this polling as well, was it not? Yeah, it was. And, and I was actually kind of surprised that the yes vote uh, was so high overall with, with the Republican split basically 50-50, and the overall having a, a yes of, of 38%, considering how low and how poorly that measure did back in in 2012, uh, it's looking to me like there's the, the, double the support that there was back then. And, and so it just is a matter of getting the word out. And of course, this poll is going to uh, motivate the opposition who mm-hmm. back in 2012, I believe they spent either 600 or $800,000 to defeat it, to leave the status quo in place. Uh, the legislature promised to fix it, has not done anything to actually do that. 
myself, I'm, I'm involved in a few projects, one of which is here in Burley County. We are uh, placing on the ballot through the Burley County uh, Home Rule Charter Commission a, a measure on the June ballot to uh, replace the current half-cent sales tax that paid for the jail bonds uh, with a one-cent that will pay for the jail and the, the uh, sheriff's department budget and the state's attorney budget and take those law enforcement items off of the county budget and therefore reducing the local property taxes, the, the county portion of local property taxes by half. And so ultimately, one way or the other, if we want to fix property taxes, we have to figure out what the appropriate funding mechanism is. And I think that you've got these extremes of, of one side wants the status quo in place and one side wants to completely overturn the system and, and let the chips fall where they may. And the solution is in the middle, but you've got to have people willing to actually make a change. And I don't think that there's a, enough people willing to make that change. Legislature's simply throwing money at the problem, hope that it would pacify the public, and it hasn't. And that's why you're seeing as high of support for abolishing it, the, the uh, system as you are. And Ultimately, when the legislature does nothing, eventually the people have to decide whether they want to do it themselves. Yeah, and I think we've seen that time and time again. I think the the one that stands out recently is the Ethics Commission. Of yeah. Attempt after attempt, and no, no, no one finally said enough. We're going to do it for you then. I, I would not be surprised if this one has a far better showing uh, than the one that was in 2008, 2010. I forget which year. Uh, because of exactly that, the attitudes changed a little bit. And the, the drumbeat back then was... If you reject this, we'll take care of it. And as you pointed out, according to voters, and you can look at that property tax statement that hit your mailbox, not enough has been done. Final question I got for you uh, as I get you kind of to the well, weather update from Too Tall Tom, these polling numbers when it comes to presidential preference. Did that surprise you at all that Doug Burgum came in third in North Dakota? Uh, I'm surprised he came in that high, in mm -hmm. fact. Uh, I would have predicted he would have been fourth, probably behind uh, Vivek Ramaswamy, but th he was not included in the poll, so he came in third. That surprised me that you thought that he'd come in fourth. I guess uh, it didn't surprise me Trump was one. didn't surprise me that uh, Ron DeSantis, because I hear it from Republican listeners of the show, mm -hmm. saying he's the alternative I would want. So with this and the name recognition conversation and the money, would you say it's time to come home, Governor, and get back to work, uh, time to, to – call it quits on the presidential campaign? Well, uh, yeah, I mean, from from the aspect of just being honest, but uh, I'm not being paid to be his consultant, and his consultants are going to obviously want to continue to get paid, so they're going to tell him to stay out there. Yeah, those checks keep keep clearing, and they keep cashing up, there's no doubt. Dustin, I'm behind my clock, man. Anything else before I let you go? Uh, just uh, for listeners, if you want to keep up to date on what's going on, uh, go to watchingnd.com, sign up for the newsletter, and uh, keep an ear out to what's going on uh, overall. Very good. Dustin, I always appreciate your perspective, man. We'll talk again soon, all right? You take care. Good. Thank all you. Right. Yep. Dustin Garrelow with North Dakota Watchdog Network. He's on the right side of the political aisle, and many of you uh, know that I'm on the, the center-left side of the political aisle. Yeah, we get a good conversation going about things we agree and disagree with. Weather update from Two Tall Tom Shemansky. We'll come back to these messages right here on KFGO.